Stories of new hunters aren't often told, but I'm here to tell you mine. This is a hunter's journey. another episode of Hunter's Journey. I'm your host, Will. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, On this podcast, I talk about um, just general things that interest me hunting and fishing and um, really just trying to help people get out and experience the outdoors more. Um, When I first started hunting about three years ago, I was, excuse me, I was trying to find something like a podcast or YouTube videos or anything where it kind of went in depth about people's like, you know, you have failures and everything like that, but it didn't seem like one media company really had that. Um, it was just, Oh, success, success, success. Look at this giant bull. I killed Look at this giant mule deer. I killed or white giant whitetail that I killed. Like, you know, they never really go into detail about what that entails. And it leaves you, especially like first or second year hunting, it kind of leaves you like, well, all I had to do was really step out of my truck, and that's not the case. Um, so it kind of leaves you with a false sense of, of security. Um, so I wanted to start this podcast to really show like um, it takes quite a long time and quite a bit of man hours um, to actually kill an animal. Um, you can't just go out opening morning here in the West and without scouting your spot or anything like that and, and expect to kill something. Um, it happens, but not all the time. Um, and in this podcast, I also don't cut things out. Like I'm not going to cut that voice crack out or I'm not going to cut out some little dead spots or anything like that. I just want it to feel as real as possible even if that's annoying. Um, I apologize if it's annoying, but I am sticking to my no cutting out rule. Um, I think I just want it to feel as real and as genuine as possible. And a lot of podcasts kind of trim down and cut out things that maybe they're like, ah, I probably shouldn't have said that or stuff like that. I'm just going to be a hundred percent honest in, in what I believe and how I feel in regards to managing wildlife or something like that. Um, and if people don't like it, well, that's their fault, not mine. Um, so anyway, I don't cut anything out. I don't edit anything. I mean, I add the outro and intro song and that's about it. Um, so anyway, but, um, kind of, um, kind of to jump in here, um, we're going to kind of move away from ice fishing for a minute. Um, and we're going to, talk about something that I think is important, especially for, for you Utah hunters and anglers, more so hunters. Um, so I did an episode a while ago about Utah's new proposed elk management plan um, and how I really thought it was a bad idea. And I think it was ridiculously stupid. Um, and the biologists and the hunters and everybody that was put on there weren't thinking necessarily more in success rates. They were thinking about opportunity rates. And when the opportunity to hunt goes up, the success rate and harvest rate goes down. Um, It's just how it is in your traditional hunting sense. If you have a population of animals that um, is a nuisance or there's too many of them or their population has exploded, then the more opportunity you have leads to more people having success generally. Um, 
and that can be the case for wildlife as well. But in the case of, of elk hunting, I, I don't believe that to be true. Um, our success rates for our general season over-the-counter rifle tag elk hunt are already about 2 to 5%. Um, and now with what they passed, it's probably going to dip below 1%. Um, it's ridiculous. So anyway, to, to kind of summarize, they wanted... Um, they wanted to cut the limited entry elk uh, early and illegal weapons so the the rifle hunt during the during the rut down to five days that I think is okay um, we have a lot of people going for those early and illegal weapon hunts and it's because the elk are stupid um, and they're they're wanting to, to rut and mate and and um, so having 18 or I think it was like 12 days to hunt those elk um, really really um, is is kind of not fair with the rifle technology that we have um, if it was during the archery season it'd be fine um, but since it's during the the rifle season I I agree with that five day five day cap and you can get mad at me or whatever but I agree with it but the biggest thing, um, so the biggest thing is taking the rifle hunt, the general season rifle hunt, um, and taking a, let's see, how many days was it? A 14 day season and splitting it into two eight day seasons. So actually two, hang on just a sec. Let's see here. Are we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two seven, okay, sorry. Two thir so one 13-day season, one general rifle 13-day season, and splitting it into two seven-day seasons. The early and illegal weapon hunt will be October 7th through the 13th and have a cap of 15,000 tags that are able to be sold. And the late and illegal weapon hunt, which will be October 14th through the 20th next year, or this year, I guess, uh, will have an unlimited number of tags. So all out-of-state hunters can come hunt, which is great for out-of-state hunters, but not great for in-state hunters. Um, out-of-state hunters just fuck everything up. <laughs> I apologize for my language. And if you come to another state, that's fine. Like... I have no, no problem with, with out-of-state hunters. You know, I mean, it's like we have to share our resources and people that don't live in the state, um, the ones that are able to come and, and have a hunting experience, that's fine. But it, it's going to – what the unlimited number of tags is going to do is mess everything up for the deer hunt, which is directly after that. So it's going to be October 21st through the 29th. So – having those late season hunts that late season unlimited hunt like literally everybody in america could buy a elk tag and come out here and hunt and it's so dumb like the success rates are going to be ridiculously low the number of people that get shot is going to go up like people are stupid some hunters are literally so fucking stupid and 
like the amount of people, the amount of accidents is going to increase, the amount of injuries is going to increase, the amount of damage that the forest receives is going to increase because people are going to be up there with their side-by-sides, four-wheelers, going off the trail and tearing stuff up. It's people that are doing stuff that they're not supposed to be doing that messes it up for everybody else. If you're a hunter and you go up with your four by four, your four-wheeler or your side-by-side and you stay on the trails and walk around the woods, you're not doing any damage. You're walking around the woods and using established trails. That's not what I'm saying. It's the people that go off the established four-wheel trails and down into the woods to either drive animals or, or do whatever but it 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 fucks everything up and it 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 does it causes damage to national forests. So with people coming here not knowing our laws, because ninety percent of the out of staters here, I'm in a position at my work, and I'm not going to disclose where I work, but I'm in a position at the place that I work at where I deal with quite a few out of state hunters, um, and ninety percent of them don't know what the hell our rules are or what the hell where to go anything um they out-of-state hunters don't know anything and they come here and expect to to not get in trouble and plead ignorance um so while that will give the division of wildlife the people running this a bunch more funding for conservation projects it will hurt the average hunter in the long run because um, you'll have people who will come out here and stay for the entire seven days and maybe get an elk but you'll have people who can only hunt on the weekends or certain days during the week who will never see an elk so again it's it's hurting the everyday the average hunter your hunters that can come here and for a week and not worry about a single thing not worry about money or anything like that they're the ones who are benefiting from all these over-the-counter tags. Um, like I said in my previous episode about this, I believe that it needs to go to a draw system like our general season deer. The opportunity for hunting would decrease, but we could still uh, still give out quite a few tags, and our elk numbers in those general season units would increase, I believe, and the success rates would probably also increase because instead of giving out 17,500 tags for elk, we could give out 12,000 or we could give out 3,000 per unit or whatever. Like set it up in a way where you have to stay on your certain unit, you have to apply for that unit, and if it takes three or four years to get a, a elk tag, but I have a 30% or 40% chance of harvesting an elk, a bull elk, sign me the hell up. Like, I would rather wait for the opportunity to have a better elk hunt than buy an over-the-counter tag and have a really shitty hunt. So, and it's like, oh, well, you're just not going to the right places, or you're not going into the backcountry, and you're not doing blah, 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 or you're doing it wrong. Okay, maybe, if that's your opinion. But for the last two years, I've hunted elk, and I've hunted really fucking hard. So, I mean, it's like, it's it's however, if you have some little honey hole that you like to go to, great. But if you, like, if you know where the elk are, that's awesome. But 
I guarantee you that 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 finding the elk where they go took time, took effort, and probably knowledge from people older than you. So I haven't had the. I haven't I haven't been so lucky with receiving. Um, a lot of advice from from older generations. I've gotten a lot of advice from my uncle and his buddy, but where my uncle and his buddy general hunt for elk for general season, it's been going downhill for the last 15 years, and they haven't moved because my uncle's buddy is a dumbass. So, anyway, the general season hunts are going to be split up into two hunts, two seven-day hunts. The early hunt is going to have 15,000 tags maxed out. Resident or non-resident, youth get an unlimited number of tags for both general seasons and when you buy one general season tag you can use it in both general seasons don't get me wrong i am all about giving opportunity to youth hunters but at the same time there needs to be some restrictions as well like if we give these youth hunters oh yeah we let's give them a tag that they can use in both seasons and an unlimited number of tags then they're going to be disappointed when they turn into an adult you know, like we have to prepare them for the system that we have in place now. Like have it capped out or only let them hunt one season or whatever. I Like I said, I'm all for the getting the youth out and hunting. But it has to be in a way where it's not going to be a disadvantage to either the youth or the adult hunters as well. So like we, we have to think about everybody. And unfortunately, nobody's going to be happy in this situation. Like I'm not happy. But somebody else may be. Somebody else that likes to get a tag for their five kids and their wife and them or whatever. Or they like to take all the cousins and stuff hunting and have it as a family hunt. But they don't even really hunt. They just ride around on four-wheelers with, with their rifles. Like It's like, why do you have to make that a family hunt? You're not even hunting. Like, If you want to go camping together then go during the summer why do you have to go during the the winter time or the fall time when everybody's hunting you know so it's just a mix of things it's like the the major reason behind them passing it was because they wanted opportunity for it to be a family hunt why do we need to have a family hunt if put the people in put in together as a group and draw a deer tag or or draw an elk tag and and go together as a group like you don't have to have the over-the-counter elk hunt as a family hunt it's ruining it for the people that want to actually hunt but they can't because the family hunters are crowding up the 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 atv trails and they're crowding up the woods just walking through not really giving a shit you're you're hurting the people that actually want to hunt and i understand that we have to give everybody equal opportunity but for the people that don't get to draw a limited entry elk tag every year which because that's not allowed anyway the only way to have an elk tag is through the general season and if you mess that up then the limited entry hunts are going to keep getting pounded and pounded by people with bonus points trying to draw a certain unit so i could you know i could go on for for hours about this because it's it's frustrating 
Um, it's as a as a hunter who works two jobs and goes to school. It's frustrating. I'm not asking for an elk to be tied up to a tree. I'm not asking for it to be an easy hunt. The best part about hunting is that it's hard and that it is hunting. But I've put just hunting during the hunting season over the last two years, I've put close to probably 30 days actually hunting for elk. I have been scouting for elk many more than that. And I've only seen a few spike and a couple cows on the general season units. I can't find the big bulls. And that's, I'm just not where the elk are. And I have to find them. But in the 30 days that I have actually been hunting during the general season, I have not seen a single elk, whether that be cow, spike, or bull, or even a calf. I've not seen a single elk in two years and 30 days of hunting. Over those two years, I have not seen a single elk. So, like, I understand that we want to give people the opportunity to have to be hunting with their family and everything, and that's great, but I just want to see a damn elk, like, while hunting. That's all that I want. I don't necessarily want to shoot it. I want to see it and know that they're there and know that I'm not just spending my money on tags to go after chasing a ghost and go after chasing nothing. Like, I, I know they're there, but they go back into the fucking nastiest shit that you can imagine that you literally can't get into. So, point is, with this new general season, with this new elk plan, it's a 10-year plan. 10 years we're going to be stuck with this elk plan. And, and it's... It's really discouraging, and it's hard. Um, so, <clears throat> with this elk plan, it's I think people are going to wake up and realize that this is not the way to do this. And I think after about three or four years of people hunting, they're going to be like, okay, well, nobody's that I know has harvested an elk. Nobody's even seen an elk. Like, are there even elk here? So... I think people are going to realize that this was a really, really bad idea in about three or four years, and then hopefully it'll go to the draw system at that point. So, but again, these are just my opinions. Um, nothing's fact. You can go ahead and read it for yourself. Read the entire plan for yourself at wildlife.utah.gov. It'll be under the news section. You'll have to go to the second page. But it'll be called Utah Wildlife Board Approves New Statewide Elk Management Plan Changes to Elk Hunting in 2023-2024 Big Game Hunting Season Dates. So I'm just taking the elk portion out of here. Um, but there's deer and once-in-a-lifetime hunts like the bison and stuff like that. There's a whole bunch of other stuff on here. But the elk is mainly what I'm taking out of here. And everything that I talk about... Um, is right here. There's the general season hunting changes. So they're adding additional general season hunting units, which were originally limited entry units. Um, they're, let's see, 
Yeah, creating an unlimited youth general season elf permit that will be valid during all general seasons on both any bull and spike units. So all general seasons means archery, muzzleloader, and rifle. That's fucking ridiculous. That's stupid. So I think if, if they want to hunt muzzleloader, then they should have to buy a muzzleloader tag. If they want to hunt general season rifle, then they should buy a rifle tag. If they want to hunt archery, buy an archery tag. I think that having a general season permit that will be valid during all general seasons and especially making making it unlimited is dumb um so anyway like i said um this is just me this is just my opinion um i've been following this closely for quite a while um and a bunch of people i know have been following this closely as well and there's a lot of people out there that really, really disagree with it and are really disappointed with the Division of Wildlife. Um, they only listen to the organizations like um, Hunter, like uh, uh, like Sportsmen's for Fish and Wildlife or whatever, and those conservation groups who are nationwide and don't care about individual people in states. They care about opportunities for people to hunt even if that's going to mean lower success so like i said i totally understand the opportunity for people to hunt i totally understand wanting to get more people outside hunting i get it but the more people you have hunting the same season the more accidents the more conflicts you're going to have and the lower success rate you're going to have um so I, like I said, I think this is a bad idea and I think this could have been done way better. Um, I think this could have been done way differently and hopefully people wake up and, and want it changed in the next few years. Um, so, but we'll have to see where it goes. So, and I'm still going to buy an early season tag that's capped at 15,000. So I don't have to hunt with the unlimited number of people. Um, so anyway i might be a little bit of a hypocrite but i'm still gonna hunt during that early season when there's only fifteen thousand tags available i'm not stepping foot near the unlimited number of of tags i think that's dumb so but anyway i think i think that's about all i have for you guys um i'm sorry the website hasn't been updated um school's a pain in the ass right now i'm almost done um i should be done in the fall but i will i'm i'm trying to update the website as as much as possible i know i only have the one article on there right now um but i'm i'm really trying to to get there between two jobs and school and other stuff going on in my life it's it's hard to make time for for the website so but i'm i'm trying to get there i promise it will be updated one day. I promise you that. Um, but for now, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Sorry if it got kind of out of hand. But I feel really passionate about this elk plan and why I think the way that I do. Um, so if you guys want to discuss it or anything, feel free to shoot me a DM on either of my Instagram accounts or send me an email. Um, and um we can we can discuss it further um but 
anyway, I appreciate you guys listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope um, you enjoyed it. Um, and if you have any comments or questions or anything like that, again, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or through email. Um, but until next time, make sure you stay safe while you're out in the woods. Bye.